When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That must be our cue. Yes, it is. Chief Smarter, we celebrate the wonderful franchise that's just south of the Bombays here in Auckland, known simply as the Chiefs, the team that everybody's trying to knock over. Chiefs team that could end up going through the entire Super Rugby season unbeaten. Almost unheralded. Unheralded, if you thought about that at the start of the season when you looked at the Blues from last year and you looked at the Crusaders and... You look at the Brumbies and you look at just how difficult this competition is. Well, joining us as a co-host, as he does every Tuesday night from 7.30 to 8, is a man who captained the Chiefs, a man who's played 79 tests for the All Blacks, Ian Jones. Welcome, Carmo. Yeah, good afternoon. Good evening, uh, Warner. Good evening, listeners. Good evening, all Chiefs fans out there. Yeah, they were they were good. They enjoyed themselves. They played rugby with a smile, right? And I know winning, you can play with a smile, but isn't that just a great reminder to all of us? And I know club rugby's playing up and down the country now. Great reminder to all of us, you actually got to love what you're doing. When you love what you do, you relax, you get the results that we're seeing from the Chiefs, and absolutely, we'll get more in-depth into this, Waddle, but they are all, this is one to whatever number you can go to in the franchise, are having fun and are in sync. I've got to say, and we talked a little bit the week before, um, with the Highlanders, we were discussing with Joe Wheeler talking about the Highlanders and what they might need to do to win this game. And I think we'd spoken, uh, who did we speak with last week from the Chiefs? Um, oh, Forwards um, coach, North Harbour boy. Feeney, really, yeah, Feeney. Yeah, Feeney. We spoke with Paul Feeney and asked whether this was a little bit of a banana skin game. And he sort of said, look, we can't underestimate it. And I've got to say, in the first 15 minutes, boy, the Highlanders threw everything at them. The Chiefs just looked a little off colour, didn't look like they were quite nervous, system was quite ready to go. But the wonderful thing is they never panicked, they absorbed the pressure, and then they flicked the switch. And I'd imagine a lot of people were somewhat disappointed. I think a lot of people were hoping that the Highlanders might get the job done. I'm, I'm not sure for what reason. Let's Mate. give respect firstly to New Zealand derbies. They are tough, tough matches. Not just the first 15 minutes. I think if you looked at the Chiefs players coming off, uh, no doubt felt, saw some of their bodies the next day. The physical battle against the New Zealand side is absolutely real, so there's no question about that. And the speed and the intensity, unquestionable from the Highlanders. So New Zealand derbies are everything that we make them out to be. You have to absorb all that. Coincidentally, and this is a debate we can have and lots of other people can have up and down the country, and we we talked about this last year, uh, last week, sorry, when the Chiefs had to kind of holding the game to to find the space which they did against the Crusaders late in the match. Dan McKenzie moving out from that pivot position into that roving role that we see him play so brilliantly when he does move later on the game, but earlier in this game after 15 minutes. And coincidentally, that was the kind of the timing of when they started to find space out there. Is it a coincidence? I don't think it is personally, but I've been banging on about this for a long time, so it's a broken record. The guy is simply sublime as a open field mismatch runner. The guy can find, create, 
and, and, and discover holes no other player can. Well, when I, you say that, though, but what about Sean Stevenson? Sean Stevenson's been doing some brilliant things from the back there, though. In combination. Sean Stevenson has done some brilliant things in solo, but when those two play in combination, McKenzie so you're saying to McKenzie Stevenson, back. McKenzie to Stevenson, I don't care where McKenzie plays, whether it's fullback, where it's coming off the bench, whether Just it's... Just where he's where given some a little bit of room and space. space. Yep. And there's Chiefs fans in here who will look back, and I know it's 10 years ago, but 212, 213, when we won back-to-back titles, why did we win those back-to-back titles? Brilliant direct running up front, a lot of physicality up front, but Aaron Cruden started to move a lot into the midfield. Use Sonny Bill Williams a lot as first receiver, running those inside lines. Daniel Rona doing exactly the same thing. And, and, and Cruden back then, beautiful what he was doing in the open play. What McKenzie can do in conjunction with Stevenson, outstanding, Watto. So hard to defend against. How good was that try from Narewa? I mean, we've just got so much depth in certain positions in all black rugby at the moment, weak, weak in other areas, but he would walk into any other international side in the world and probably cause havoc against the All Blacks. The reality is, this guy might not end up making an All Black squad, but on form and the X factor that he brings and so typical of the great Fijian players, wow. And would he be able to do that in other sides? Now, he's been in other sides before. Or is he doing that in the Chiefs because, A, the Chiefs allow him that luxury, a, the Chiefs allow him the space, so all the work they do up front creates that space for him. And he's just given so much confidence by the coaching staff and by the people and teammates around him that he's allowed to express himself. And other sides, he may not be given that luxury, not be given that confidence, not be given that 100% backing that we will support you in whatever you do out there, champ. So just go and do what you do best. Now, I think that's the, a big tick to all the coaching staff of, of the Chiefs that give that backing to their players. And what I, you know what it's like when someone backs you 100%, when someone says, mate, you just go do what you want and we are there 100% of the time to support you, it just opens up this new kind of uh, opportunity. And I think that's what's happening to, yeah. to uh, the, the right winger. The concern for me, Carmo, is that the Chiefs are as playing as well as you can play. There is still, still what, four more rounds of Super Rugby left. There is still the playoffs. Is there a danger of peaking too early here? Or do you believe this Chiefs team has still got even more progression in them? Well, that's a really good debate because at the start of the year, and I go through these seasons the way I analyse it both as a fan now but as a player, I can't look at a whole season. It's too overwhelming. It's too big. So I always put it into these blocks. And during the blocks of four, I was – prepared to lose some matches. As it's transpired, we haven't lost those matches and we're keeping on a roll and we've only got three games to go in the regular season. So now you say to yourself, are we still okay to lose a match in, in the playoff, in, in the run-up to the playoffs? Or are now we just on the brink that we have to keep the momentum going? I would switch the, switch the, um, the switch where I was happy to lose one or two games, you know, Two months ago, now I don't want to lose any games. I want to keep so, the momentum. So you don't think a loss would be a timely reminder? No, I don't think so because it's about momentum. So we've got two home games. You've got to win those. Yep. Absolutely. So you've got the Reds this week. Bang. And then we, we're away to the Brumbies. Now you want to beat the Brumbies in Canberra because you may play them back in Hamilton in a semi or a final. So you actually want to have that. Like, we've gone to your turf, tough place to play Canberra. 
and we've won. So no, I, I mean, as I said at the start of the season, I would have accepted a couple of losses. Now, with only three games remaining, I don't want to. And can we get better? Of course we can absolutely get better because uh, uh, Leonard Brown coming back, he's only going to play better. Nankable, when he came on, full of energy. Look at the way Daniel Rona played. Mm. Absolutely freaking outstanding. And are, are we going to see more of Bryn Gatlin coming on in the first half of the game and moving McKenzie um, out to his roving role? Uh, okay, so so yeah, maybe one of the ways of, um, I, I guess, counteracting what I've just said, it's actually maintaining the level and standards, but using slightly different teams every week. So having the entire squad being able to interchange and still maintaining those high standards. Yeah, but remember, I mean... Yes, you want to maintain some combinations, uh, but combinations you still want to important. give your squad game Look, time because you know injuries might be coming. Well, it, well, injuries may be coming, but we also know, because we've got this in our back pocket, haven't we, that the, the all-black rotation rule is is not a thing because, you know, Scott Barrett played more more games yeah. than he should have at the start of the year for Crusaders. Therefore, if we wanted to continue playing Brody Retallick or Sam Kane, that, that kazumps. So we now got to worry about the Chiefs, not all-black rugby, okay, because the Crusaders were allowed to play Scott Barrett for more games than he was required. So, I mean, that rule's out the window now, isn't it? That rule's non-existent. Well, in theory, it shouldn't be non-existent, but is it non-existent? Who well, knows? Of course it's non-existent because the Crusaders are allowed to do it. Therefore, if we want to do it, yep. we're allowed to do it. Yep. Okay. Um Okay, so Carmo, um, what what did you make of Anton Leonard Brown? Because I guess that's for a big focus. This yep. guy's just like Jack Good. You've been plagued by injury. Comes back in at second five eight. I think he himself said, you know, it was just trying to keep up with the speed of the game. But yeah, he didn't really look like he'd been out for too long. I mean, you know, he, he was never going to play eighty minutes, was he? No, he wasn't. But he, he will as, as it goes, or, or will he? Because look at the, look at the quality of the the two centres we've had so far, and Nankerville coming back with the energy that he brings. So once more, that depth, the rotation, you talked about injuries. Let's God, let's hope that Anton Leonard-Brown doesn't get another injury. But what players like Anton Leonard-Brown do what is have time. The greatest players have time, and you kind of saw that out there. He had time. And when he attracts defenders, he opens up opportunities. Mm. People have to defend on Anton Leonard-Brown because he runs so straight. He's got to attract the numbers. Therefore, there's the width that they can play with and get back once more. Combinations will make this Chiefs side stronger. They have combinations. They have trust in each other. They are together. They're having fun. And if they can play until Leonard Brown for a few more games leading into the playoffs, they're just going to re-establish those combinations. 18 minutes away from eight. You're listening to Chiefs Smarter. Mark Watson alongside of me, uh, all black great Ian Jones. We'll take a break. We'll come back with more. Just a reminder, the warehouse, the home of fragrances. Run, don't walk. The Massive Chemist Warehouse Mother's Day Fragrance Sale ends this week. You're listening to Chiefs Mana with Ian Jones and Ricardo Ball on SENZ. Celebrating all things to do with the Chiefs, and there is a lot to celebrate. It's not easy. It's not. It's not a difficult show to do this one because they're winning every week. So you can always put a smile on your dial. No, but you know the great thing about rugby. Why do we get so invested in it, right? And, and how are we going to improve? You, you, you asked that question before, and I said about the combination Leonard Brown coming back. You know, maybe when they start moving uh, the ten to fifteen around, who who knows? But one area of of concern, I think, and, and one area we can work really, really hard at happening against the Blues at home and having against Crusaders at home, and even happening to the Highlanders, and the weekend is our kick receipts. 
I don't know if they'll be overly happy how we okay, taking just, our kick receipts. Okay, just 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 yeah, break that down. So from the kickoff, from so the kick-off, score yep. points. So it's from the score points. Really important then that you recompose yourself. That becomes the number one set phase of, of the game, securing your, your own line yep. out ball and getting out of that defensive third. So I don't know if they've been overly. They, they got better in the second half. I have to say against Crusaders, but I don't know if they're going to be overly happy when they look at their whole exits of receiving the kickoffs. so really so, secure. So, so this has been a theme of yours. Numbers, this so. has been a theme of yours. So are they are they not seeing what you're seeing or is just the message not getting through? No, I mean, the, the, the contestable kicks so are always going to be very hard at that, right? So there's no problems there. I just think our... I don't know, I don't think they're quite in sync on how they want to exit their halves at this stage. Um, so that's another area I think they work really hard on on kick receipts, controlling that ball, two or three phases or, or the kick, whatever way they want to exit. I think that's an area you'll see improvement too over the next three weeks leading into the playoffs. So there's lots of room for improvement. Yeah, you, what have you made about the lineouts? That area is set piece for the Chiefs. Yeah, set phase has been brilliant. Scrum's yep. been solid, really solid. They get to the mark early, they're dominating that, which is good. Takihawa, I've, I've talked a lot about his... his his fitness has been such a revelation. I've been so wrapped in. And the thing that I like about hookers, right, is how they work once the whistle is gone. So ball's kicked out, referee blows the whistle, line out. Getting to that mark really important is really quickly getting the ball, you control the pace. And that's what they're doing. Has Sam Kane, through what we've seen so far this season, Assuming that he remains injury free, do you think he has secured the number seven jersey in the All Blacks? Shit, yes. Because you know that we want Blackadder in there. We need Ethan Blackadder, in my opinion, in there somewhere. And the reality is, he's probably Kane's probably has the ability to play both sides. He's played most of the season at seven, and that does allow then for Blackadder to play at six. No, Sam Kane's a seven. Yeah, uh, but, but uh, historically, when he first came in, he was playing at six, wasn't so he? So he's a seven for the All Blacks. He does. He, he works from minute one. To minute eighty, yeah. The guy is tireless, yeah. And the guy does what he is required to do, nothing more, not much less. He doesn't. Uh, he doesn't have to do more because his team is doing more, right? So fifteen people individually in the Chiefs are doing their job. Not one person has to do the job of someone else. Sam Kane does exactly what he has to do from one to eighty. He continues to hit. He continues to stop. He continues to slow that ball down and continues to keep going. Now, I've been so impressed by his work rate, by the way he's gone about his job, and the way he continues to just go about his job. Is Jacobson making himself a case for the, Has under, to be. For the eight jersey? Has to be. Because I've always liked him. I've always think there's a hardness and an edge about him. Because once more, the way that the Chiefs championship is going to be built a lot on their defensive quality, right? And what what Luke Jackson is doing there, both sides of the ruck, tight to the ruck, is is leading, in my opinion, that defensive wall of the Chiefs. He is such an important part of the defensive wall. And if that's the way that the All Blacks want to maintain it, the All Blacks might just want to go for speed, of course, which is a real strength uh, for the All Blacks, which may limit Luke Jackson. But for the Chiefs, boy, he's a pretty important member, which is why a great player and Peter Gusso-Cola is coming off and making that impact against the Tyrone defences. People doing their job, Watto. Nothing more, nothing less, just their job. One area where I think it's been concerned for the All Blacks is possibly depth at lock. 
um, behind Brodie Retallick and behind Sam Whitelock. But the Chiefs are now signalling to us that, in fact, is not the case. You look at Lord, you look at Via, you look at Arkoy, all of them, and then again, you do. You, you throw Retallick back in the mix. I mean, there's very few franchises that have got depth at lock to the degree the Chiefs have got. What are they doing that other Super Rugby franchises are not doing. Very quickly in the All Black locking, I mean, it's Scott Barrett. Scott Barrett, yeah, Scotty absolutely Barrett. Yep, yep. 100% yep. tireless worker, could romp into any team. We're very lucky to have all three of them. The Chiefs have a lot, so clearly their recruitment's been going well, which adds to this whole debate, which I always find quite amusing about the draft. New Zealand Super Rugby started in 1996 with a draft system. It was set up to make sure all at that time Numbers Best have changed. Players were playing. 125 players at that stage were playing somewhere. Peter Thorburn, very well respected. RMP Thorbs, coach at that time, was a draft manager. We've talked about this countless times for the people like a, a Laurie Maines, a, a, the guy Boyd from, uh, Chris Boyd from the Hurricanes. Those people with being part of Super Rugby, respected coaches, would be great people to control. The draft, you know, pick your whatever number you want to pick now, 30 and everyone else. So the Chiefs wouldn't have all of these locks at depth. We'd see Lord or Akoi playing every weekend. Mm. If they play every weekend, they can push their name forward. So I mean, that's what Super Rugby was started on for the benefit mm. of all the players in New Zealand rugby. So a draft system should always be in place and should be a no brainer. And we won't get onto this other. Bugbear of mine, but when do we start calling these teams clubs? They're not a club. No. Can you can you play can you play for the Chiefs? No, you can't. Can my son go and play for the Chiefs? No, you can't. Can my son go and play for East Coast Bay's Rugby Club? Yes, they can. It's a club. Agree. So it's a franchise. Well said, Carmo. So let's not call them clubs. Yep, well They're said, a franchise. Carmo. So yep. that's another bugbear. And if you bit. are going to call yourself a club, start actually treating the fans with some dignity. Chiefs are doing it well at the moment, but boy, I tell you what, the rest of New Zealand rugby can do it a little bit better in that area. Hey, look, Carmo, um, DHL Super Rugby Pacific is underway. Who's your DHL uh, Chiefs player of the round? Yeah, I had no hesitation in this. Uh, Daniel Rona. Uh, I think he's been sensational. Um, but, he, but he's not a lock, Carmo. No, he's not he's a not lock, lock mate. That must be the first time you've ever picked a back. Uh, God, I had, I had Justin Marshall the other night picking a bloody, uh, pl- picking a lock. Did he? Well, so he should. He, he's got some good respect, uh, Justin Marshall. But no, Rona's just been... The way he runs, those angles, runs really straight, his tackle bust, he gets the guys over the gain line. And you know when you're going over the gain line, what are mm. when you're moving forward, everyone's running onto it. It's a wonderful game you can play off. And and how is space on the outsides created? It's created by your players on the inside. Uh, and I think Daniel Rona is, for me, the guy who's creating that space on the outside. So he deserves absolutely a contract and deserves to be the player of the day. Okay, your DHL Super Rugby Pacific player of the round. Don't watch any other teams, mate. Other than Chiefs, <laughs> I don't care. You're a patriot. You're a patriot. <laughs> I don't I love care. it, mate. Daniel Rona is my player around because okay. I don't care about uh, other teams. Uh, what if this is Chiefs mana? I only worry about the Chiefs, and I only ever watch the Chiefs. Who yeah. did they play last uh, weekend, by the way? What's that? Who did they play? Who? The Chiefs. Who? I don't know. Never no, heard no, of them, mate. Nor do I. I only never heard the of them, mate. No, no, I never heard of them either. <laughs> I did a show dedicated to them at the end. But, but because I'm just a turncoat at the moment at 7.30 ticked around, mate, I'm a Chiefs man. You know that. That's no, a I'm on board with the Chiefs no too. Idea. But no, they, no, they, they, they will recompose themselves. Yeah. 
well, well coached, well led, and every game they will take as the most important game. DHL Super Rugby Civic is underway. Get your tickets at superrugby.co.nz and do check out, um, yeah, watch it live on Sky at skysport.co.nz. Special thanks to DHL. Special thanks to the Chemist Warehouse for their support of this particular show. Uh, Coming just some quick final thoughts there on, on the Chiefs. I mean, you're a Chiefs man, yeah. If you had another child, you'd sure you'd call her Chiefs or <laughs> him Chiefs. Or... No, my whole family's on board with the Chiefs. Chiefs have been a Are big they? part of our life, of course. I mean, we, I mean, I started playing for them in 1996, and the kids are Chiefs fans. We're all Chiefs fans. We want them. We're not on the bandwagon, but I'll get back to the point I made at the very start, which is a great reminder to all of us. They are having fun. They're in sync. The combinations that they've created, and let's hope... Um, Clayton McMillan can keep those combinations going right throughout the playoffs because combinations are important but they are together they're enjoying what they're doing and that what I, is what sport is all about Another edition of Chiefs Mana Ian Jones, appreciate your time tonight coming up after 8 o'clock it is netball, we are talking all things netball between 8 and 9 and then we're talking basketball, hoop heads between 9 and 10 Stay tuned, you're listening to SENZ